Tonight was my last yoga class with two real breasts. I thought about it as we lay face down on the floor to do our leg stretches. We did a lot of back arches, too, and I wondered when I would be able to do them again. I was excited that my Bad Girls of Breast Cancer t-shirt came in the mail today so I could wear it to yoga. The front has a big black X on it over my left breast, so I thought that was especially appropriate. I ordered it from Breast Cancer Action, and I like their attitude. My politics are aligned with theirs, as far as I can tell. They criticize the mainstream pink ribbon people for being so corporate-sponsored, and they want to get at the environmental causes of cancer. I don't know if their method of going city by city to ban certain chemicals is the best way to go. I don't honestly know the best way to go. They're based in San Francisco and are apparently a force there. You don't have to go far to find criticism of the pink ribbon people. Our Bodies, Our Blog noted on February 1st that the Susan G. Komen Foundation for the Cure, which is named for the founder's late sister, spent $1 million for advertising. That paid for billboards with photos of T-shirts worn by women's torsos, no heads. The T-shirts say, When we get our hands on breast cancer, we're going to punch it, strangle it, kick it, spit on it, choke it, and pummel it until it's good and dead. And, if you're going to stare at my breasts, you could at least donate a dollar to save them. I agree that this new campaign, or branding, sexualizes breast cancer. But you can't blame Komen for making the breast sexual. Link says the ads are aimed at funders, which is true. Barbara Ehrenreich covered this ground in Welcome to Cancerland. Breast cancer would hardly be the darling of corporate America if its complexion changed from pink to green. It is the very blandness of breast cancer, at least in mainstream perceptions, that makes it an attractive object of corporate charity and a way for companies to brand themselves friends of the middle-aged female market. The I Blame the Patriarchy blogger is blunter. Komen, it can't have escaped your eagle eye, is the author of those asinine, pink-visored race for the cures, as well as that most pernicious arm of the megotheo corporatocracy responsible for turning breast cancer, which used to be a vile disease that kills people, but is now a sweet little personal struggle that gives middle-aged white women the golden opportunity to grow into branded awareness. I usually oppose the establishment on principle, whether it's supporting pink ribbons, high heels, or war. I like being angry at the pink ribbon people, but wonder if my anger is misdirected. I remember how angry I was at the inept radiation fellow who called me to say that the biopsy was positive, never daring to utter the word cancer. I was irate and at the same time wondering if I was blaming the messenger. I disliked the fellow for being awkward and defensive and shifty. I disliked the corporate-studded races for the cure, and marathons for AIDS, and bicycle races for MS, because I don't think they raise enough money, and they are set up to make the participant feel good. But isn't sugar-coated philanthropy better than no philanthropy at all? 
Isn't it better that a percentage of the take goes toward research instead of 100% of nothing? But what kind of research? I don't know for certain. Breast Cancer Action publicizes research on a link between cancer and pollution and other man-made perils, like pesticides and plastic additives. BCA also studied the side effects of new drugs. The tiny groups should be allowed to criticize the big group, the humongous group, for becoming so blindsided by its own dog and pony show that it loses sight of its original mission. It becomes impure. It's hard to be big and successful and pure. Was it ever pure? I think Komen was founded in grief, and I think that was pure. In yoga, my friend Garnet thought my shirt said, The Bald Girls of Cancer. In time. In time.